up, everybody? Welcome to Angie's World Podcast. You can be anywhere in the world, but you choose to be in Angie's World. And for that, I love you. I hope you enjoy the show. Kick back and enjoy the ride. Have a good one, y'all. We here, baby. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. This is a special edition of Angie's World Podcast. I have a guest. I have a treat for you today. My favorite coach. She is a life and relationship coach. She's a brand influencer. She's a motivational speaker. She has the dopest five-minute soul food show on Clubhouse. This is the incomparable coach christina lynn <laughs> so sweet thank you mama. yes <laughs> i, you so I am so you. coach i'm so happy to finally have you here on the podcast it's such a treat this is insane like it's like being with my sister though like we just chilling so this is yes so lit. <laughs> yes thank it is gonna be so me. lit Thank you for coming. You know, ever since I started this podcast, Coach has always been uplifting and motivating me and has always been such a supporter and, um, you know, in what I'm doing and stuff. So I, I definitely, you know, just wanted to um, thank you for that. And I've, I've been wanting to get you on my podcast from the beginning because I really think that so many people... It, is going to get so much out of this podcast and learn so much today. So thank you so much for coming. Oh, bless you. Thank you so much for having me. You don't know what an honor this is for me because I feel like, you know, um, well, I know who you are. I know you're my superstar. So I know that this will be able to touch so many people and just to be a part of this is a blessing. Thank you so much, coach. I love you. All right. So before we jump into everybody getting to know you, who you are, how you got involved, you know, doing um, life coaching, relationship coaching, and, you know, um, your career and everything, I want to do a little wellness check with you. Okay, right. How are you? Because I heard that you recently had COVID. So I just want to check on you and make sure you're good. Still, I'm 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 not completely out of the woods. Um, and that's probably why I'm looking all frazzled. But <laughs> you look great. She is so beautiful. Everybody, the you are the deal, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it it was uh COVID is not a joke, you guys. Like, um, you know, for anybody listening, I know you know a lot of you guys think this thing ain't real and it can't hurt somebody that's well and that's young. And it is taking people out left and right. I'm getting calls from young, healthy friends, even fitness experts who are really, really ill on ventilators and just craziness. So please, you guys, take care of yourself. Wear that mask, even if they tell you that the mandate is over. Like, still just put it on. Um, Be safe because your health is your wealth. Absolutely. And you were vaccinated, right? And you still you still caught it. Absolutely. And and not only caught it, but it was rough. So, you know, I would much rather do the preventative measure as opposed absolutely. To, yeah, it's not a hundred percent. You will absolutely um contract COVID if you're not taking care of yourself and if you're not being careful. So Definitely be careful, everybody. (laughs) Yes, be careful, because I think if Coach wasn't vaccinated, she would probably have it even worse. Oh, my goodness. I don't even want to think about it. I don't even want to. So thank God, you know, thank God you had that vaccination. And thank God everybody in your family is okay and you're out of the woods with that. 
Absolutely. Other than that, how is your new year going? Oh, it has been so far the best new year of my whole life. Um, I love that. Uh, it's just, it's been like filled with spiritual awakening, love, joy, peace. Like, yeah, the most high is so good. Yes, absolutely. And so are you. So (laughs) listen, I want the people who are listening and watching right now. I want, I want them to get to know you as much as I know you so they can see what a phenomenal person you are and tap into everything that you have going on on the bottom of the screen. You guys will see www.coachthegoat.com. That's coach website. So throughout the program, you know, tap into that. You'll be able to, um, we'll be able to, we'll get into actually, uh, all the services that your website has, but this is something that I just want to keep up here. So people know where, where to contact you at. You are so dope. (laughs) absolutely you know i love you all right so we're gonna get into a little bit about you so for those that don't know you know coach is from the d she's from the big detroit baby (laughs) d for the pride baby yes so coach is from the d um and tell us a little bit about how you got into to coaching because you didn't become this beautiful finished product right away what made you kind of what were you doing before you started coaching or or tell us a little bit about your journey into how you got into life coaching and relationship coaching absolutely actually um i grew up northeast side detroit um and anybody who know anything about the east side they know it ain't no joke out there in those streets and so my mother um she was a um like avid churchgoer christian um and she would put me in churches and she wasn't playing with me and i remember um every time i went into a church a pastor would stop me and they would be like wow. prophetess 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 every single time i turned around and i was just Girl. a kid and i didn't understand what that meant anytime i mean it didn't matter what church it was didn't matter how many people were in the building they were always spotlight and single me out and so finally i was like well maybe maybe it's some truth to that maybe i got you know got some kind of gift and so one day um my pastor um he called me out i was probably about maybe 12 years old or so by this point we lit we left the northeast side we were in a little suburb called taylor and which is i I think that's about 20 minutes from where we used to live Mm -hmm. and so um this particular pastor was like I'd like for you to get up and give us a sermon. And I was like, huh? He was like, yeah, you got to do a sermon. The most I just put it, put it on my heart. And I want to see you give the sermon. Gave me the microphone. Now, I am the most nervous person you ever want to meet. That be Like, I will shake in my boots when it's a lot of people, you know? And so um, I was just like, okay. And I took the mic and when I did, the Holy Spirit took over. And from that point on, it was like, wait, something is in me. Like something is in me. I didn't understand quite what that was. But after a while, after a little bit of time, I was giving them all the time. And then I began doing retreats and different different things like that in my 20s. And that's when I knew I was called. But I was always working in the field of healthcare. Um, mm-hmm. I went to school for business administration 
And um, and the one time that I worked behind the desk, I hated it because I felt like I couldn't have any contact with people. Like it was right. It was tax preparation. Like, what do you do? You get like a couple minutes with somebody and um, and you're looking at a screen all day long. Right. So it was just like, no, nah, this is not for me. So I started working in home health and then it gave me the opportunity to have a home health care company. I love that. Um, yeah, that was pretty dope. And then, but even in that, I was helping people, right? Oh, yeah. It was the thing of how can I be of service? I still didn't get it. Yes. I still didn't know what the most I was doing with my life. And so that led me to um, just recently where um, when we had the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we had Let's get into that and how okay. that kind of got you into, we'll get into the story. Go ahead. Yes, baby. So the pandemic caused my company to fold, like crumble. It's over. Right. And when all that was said and done, I had lost so much money. I lost like all that time, all that effort. You know how you are. You get down and you're like, yes. oh, Lord, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. But what happened was the Most High was taking away that foundation so that he could build me a new foundation. He wanted me to walk Amen. in my purpose, not just in yes. my gifts. Because it's a difference to walk in your gifts or your talents than to walk into your purpose. See, your gift could be that you, you know, it could be servitude. It could be love of people, right? That's a part of your gifts. But to walk in your purpose is literally what you are created here to yes. do. Like what you came into this time, space, reality to do. And so the Most High was like, you're going to Clubhouse. And he did this through one of the most um, amazing coaches in the world, Coach R. Anthony. Who is Shout out to Coach R. Anthony. I got to get him on here, too. Yes, he does relationships. Yes, follow. He does relationships and chill, right? That's his podcast? That's our podcast, actually. That yeah. He oh, okay. He's the host. I am the co-host, and his wife is also the co-host, Coachy Lulu. And we've got I a love beautiful that. coach. Uh, her name is Coach Candice. And we had so much fun. Like, this happened during the time I had my business. Like, we were doing the Relationships and Chill podcast for quite a minute. Right. And um, and then it led us to a conversation. He got on uh, Clubhouse first. <laughs> and yep. he was like, coach he was like christina land this is it and i'm like huh he was like no this is <laughs> he was like this is it and i'm like okay and i'm like it's an app like what's the app gonna do you know immediately i'm like okay like i mean what am i gonna do just be talking to people i mean like what is this so and this was inwardly i didn't actually ask him any questions he um he sent me the invite and he was like, I need you to sign up for that now. And I was like, okay, little did I know. Like, this made me kind of emotional, y'all. Oh, sorry. Lord, she gonna make me cry on here, y'all. Oh, my God. <laughs> Coach is like the only one that could get me to cry. We not gonna cry yet, Lord. I got these lashes on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, sis. I would meet the loves of my life. I met Queen Morocco. Who Shout out to Queen. My baby. That's Real relationship baby. talk on Clubhouse. 
she don't know how much like she means to me as a human being but anybody who don't know queen morocco queen morocco is the curator of the real relationship talk clubhouse on clubhouse mm-hmm. the very first clubhouse i went into and at that time i don't believe it was a it was qualified as a clubhouse it was just a group mm-hmm. it was a relationship talk group and so i i remember sitting there in the audience and i'm like this place got me shook. Like I was, I was texting coach. I can't wait to look back at those texts. Cause I was texting coach. I'm like, coach, this is legit. Like, this is so fire. Yes. And we had some of the best. When I say the best of the best coaches in the world yes. were on that platform at the same time. We had counselors, we had psychiatrists, psychologists, psycho doctors. Like, I mean, everything you can yep. think of. Therapists, doctors. Therapists, yes. And it was absolutely insane. So I'm just there to learn in my mind. You know, I'm just here to learn what, you know, how to do this thing. And Queen Morocco did not let me sit there. She didn't want me to sit back and learn. She wanted me up in front of everyone. And so she kept pushing me. She would yep. um, keep inviting me um, to the stage. And I'd be like, nope, not going to do it. I'm going to act like I'm not here. I can't see it. I don't see it. And then finally, one day, and this was probably the third day, the second day, something like that. I finally came up to the stage. Now, when I came up to the stage, immediately, Coach Christina Lynn, welcome. <laughs> That's Queen. And, and you know how she do, like with her sweetness and yep. her finesse. Like she got a way to kind of bring things out of you. She you sees know. every single, she sees everybody. She There's does. not one person that can come in that room and not be seen and not be invited to the stage and She'll keep inviting you until you eventually come to the stage. And so when you look at the club and you see how many members are in that club, I think we're up to what, 40, 50,000? We're at, we're close to 60. We're about 56,000 right now. So there are about 50, 60, about 60,000 members in that club. Each person queen has, has a relationship with and coach and, you know, vetted the people, brought them in and. That's the thing. But anyway, go ahead. I'll but go into what I have to say, but finish what, what you were saying. See, it'll make us all go off because she is so filled with love and discernment, mm-hmm. though. She has a spiritual gift. And she Absolutely. See what's inside of us. And she could see the way that the Most High is going to use us. That's why she got so close to you. That's why she got so close to me. It, it pulls her to, to all of us, you know? Right. And so um, no matter what, even when I didn't want to speak, Hey, do the reset, coach. Hey, coach, uh, what do you think about this? Like she just, right. it, and until so finally I let down my walls. And when I let down my walls, it was like, that's when I saw the spirit of the most high moving me in a way I had never seen her move before. No matter what I had done prior to, no matter the retreats, no matter the, um, uh, the award that I received, no matter, you know, like whatever it was that I was doing, nothing compared to the real relationship talk. I knew I had stepped into my purpose. I knew all along this was what he had brought me to this dimensional plane to do. And um, and it changed my life. It changed my life, Angie. When I tell you, um, it's one thing to walk around this world and you kind of feel like, oh, 
I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what right. I do. I don't know what it is that the most high wants to use me for. Right. Am I good enough? You know, um, am I smart enough? Am I attractive enough? Am I, am I, am I, am I, am I? And right. you have to get to a place where you just surrender and say, you know what? Decrease me and increase you. And girl, when I did that, that was it. My life just changed. And when you want to talk about somebody that has dedicated their time, their life, poured their heart out, Coach Christina Lynn has is is every definition of what a coach <laughs> is, what a leader is. You have poured your heart on that platform. You have dedicated your life to us, to helping the people that are in there. When I tell you, you know, people think clubhouse, they think all these rooms are people talking over each other and yelling and screaming and threatening each other. That's not the type of experience that you have when you're in the real relationship talk in clubhouse. Right. It's not people screaming over each other and fighting. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, we've had our little through the, through, you know, the time, you know, there's, it's no one's perfect, you know, no, so it's not like kumbaya all the time, but it's definitely a healing place, a place of people fellowshipping, um, healing. We have fun in there. It's like therapy. It's such an awesome space. And coach has really, really, um, she's definitely walking in our purpose there. And she's definitely, um, helping people and teaching people and just living the purpose that God, you know, wants you to live. I remember the first time that I heard you, I was, um, I was furloughed from COVID, you know, everybody was, you know, online and everything. So I had, um, I, I took a couple of weeks off from the real relationship talk and I recently started coming back. I was low key on the stage and I was listening to coach, right? I was I, actually, I was cleaning out this room here to like set it up as an office. It had nothing but black bags in here and U-Haul boxes. Cause I had just moved in not even like a year. And so I was like cleaning everything out, shredding things. And I had my ear pods on and I was just listening to coach talk. And she was saying something. She said, I have it written. It was something about love, right? And about making the wrong decisions um, about vetting partners and making the wrong decision. And coach was talking to us about chemistry. And I don't know if it was me or somebody. It, first of all, the sound of your voice is just very welcoming and relaxing, very nurturing. And when you speak, you could just hear that you have a good heart and you're genuine and there's nothing fake about you. So no. when you talk, you know, people just automatically like they gravitate to you. They want to listen and so you were saying something about chemistry. You were saying that um, someone was asking, or maybe it was me, like, oh, I make a mistake, you know, when I'm choosing someone, the chemistry is this and that. And then I'll you, tell you, you find out later. I'll tell you exactly what I said, because I remember what you asked me. You said, you know, like, like, what do I do when I'm making uh, wrong decisions during the vetting stages? And I said, well, the problem is, is that people vet wrong. They right. vet based off of, um, you know, the um, behavioral qualities or chemistry, which is mutable. It's something that can change over time. It's something that we can learn. Um, I can watch a movie right now and I can find a romantic comedy or something like that. And then I watch this particular show and it shows me how to open up doors for the lady. It shows right. me what sweet nothings to say in her ear. It shows me how to yes. dress so I'm smooth. It shows me how I can become adventurous and um, and I'm funny and 
you know, I got a certain certain look and swag about me. All those things are great. And we are so attracted to those things. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with those things. But because those things can change over time, then you're not holding on to something that is valuable, that that truly, um, you know, is lasting. And so what you have to look for during the vetting process, and it's not that you can't have those behavioral qualities, but the things that are the most important things to look for are moral characteristics. Because when you look at the character of a human being, this is what you, you lay with when they're 80 years old. This is what you lay with when they're 90 years old. This is what you lay with with when you can't have sex anymore you guys can't travel and he's got on briefs and you pulling up yours this is what when you're looking for somebody that's ethical somebody that has um value um right you know that they're reliable dependable they have respect for you um they're honest and trustworthy you guys can talk about things because you guys are both going in the same direction of life and you are literally walking as one and you're not double-minded but you have one vision. This is the kind of relationship that I want for the rest of my life. And that is the reason why I got the wrong husband the first time around. Child, and, and I'm so glad that you said that because that's going to segue me into um, that conversation about your ex-husband and the things that some of the things that you've been through. Absolutely. Coach is more than qualified to be a relationship coach because not only does she have the credentials and the certifications, but she has the life experience. Absolutely. So you might have some people on here that's watching this and they may feel stuck in their relationship or they may be in a relationship where their spouse is cheating on them mm -hmm. or they're in various different situations within their relationship. Tell yeah. me a little bit about, I know the story, but tell us a little bit about what you went through in your first marriage and how Absolutely. you were able to get out of that. Woo. Okay. So that first marriage y'all was a whirlwind. It was a, I mean, it was like fairy tale on TV romance. Um, you know, I met him in New York. I'm a big fan of New York. And New Yorkers, by the way, big oh, up I to see, New York. Baby. What's up, Brooke? No, <laughs> Shout <see>. out. <laughs> I'm like, Brooke. Um, but yeah, like, and, and I, I walked into this place of business and um, there was a gentleman that was at the door and he was like, you know what? I'm about to go get my manager. Like, I guess he saw me and it felt like, oh, that's somebody that, you know, the owner would like, you know what I mean? Mm. And so he called him to the, to the front. And then he was like, oh, hi, can I help you? I said, no, you can't. I'm just sitting here with my friend. Um, <laughs> I'm letting them go through the store. I'm not buying anything. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. I did my Detroit thing, you know? Right. And you got to show them how to dig it down. You know what I mean? And then he was like, yo. He was like, you know what? Nah, you know what? You going to get something. I'm like, no, I'm not. You can't make me buy something from you. He was like, no, nah, I'm not I'm not asking you to purchase anything. You can have anything in my store that you would like, including me. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> I'm like, yo, did he just say that? My girlfriend was crying. Like, I went with a whole crew. Like, it was so many of us from Detroit. And so, right. I'm <laughs> 
And so I'm sitting there like, yo, like, I mean, okay, let me just. He coming all kind of aggressive, but that's what, you know, New York men do. They come on strong. They come on strong, strong. And I'm like, okay. So I get up, you know, I I start going through and I'm like, nah, I don't really want nothing. And I don't want to take none from this guy because, you know, at that point I'm like, you know, I don't even know him. And, you know, what if he wants something from me? Exactly. So, um, so as I walked, well, actually I approached his cash register and he was like, you know what? Um, he was like, uh, can I call you? I said, sure, you can call me. And at that time, my phone was dead. And I'm always having a dead phone now. I'm thinking about it. But anyway, that's not the here nor there. So when, when he saw that my phone was there, he said, you know what? Here, pick any phone you want. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. He was like, well, then who take care of you at home? And I said, I'll take care of myself. He said, no, nah, I'm, I'm about to take care of you for the rest of your life. Uh, looked me in my eyes, gave me his phone number, then took mine and made sure that I <laughs> that he had my number. Called me as soon as I walked up out the store, and um, you know, and and of course I couldn't answer because my phone was dead. So um, after that, the very next, I think the next day I left New York. Okay, and two days later he was in Detroit. And we, he was coming to get what he wanted. He won playing. He won playing. And we fell in love hard and fast. It was so much fun. We traveled all over the world. We got married like within, shoot, it was just a few months. Um, we got married wow. fast. And for the, there first, go that chemistry. That there was go the that scene. chemistry. Oh, yeah. That's what I fell in love with. It was the chemistry. And See? so, and so for the first five years, it was all chemistry. Yeah. And it's funny that it took this long, but he had a hell of a representative. And that re- that representative is one that he's lived with his whole life. So everybody knows him as this good guy. Like, oh, he's such a good guy. Oh, what do you mean? Like, nobody would ever say anything negative about him. And I won't either. You know, I'll never say anything negative. Right. But he lacked moral character and in- integrity. And I'll let you guys think about where that may have went to right so um after six years of marriage i was um i was pregnant Mm -hmm. and the story was really sad and um i remember just staying there with him um and just like we're arguing all the time. It was just really, really rough. And I remember crying every single night before I went to bed. And I, and, and like I said earlier, I come from, you know, this Christian background, right? Where, you know, nobody really believes in divorce. All my aunts and uncles, like most of them, right. like really long time, like 40, 50 years, that kind of thing. And even though their men put them through a whole lot, they still stay. Right. So, yeah, you no. know, and that goes again too with how I magnetize him. And I'll start talking about that in a little bit. But, yeah, we'll go into that. Yeah, we'll go into that a little bit later. But um, with that being said, I left him and went to my mom's, but that was just briefly. It wasn't like it was a full blown, you know, I'm gone. It was just I now this it. was this was during the pregnancy. This right here was during my pregnancy where I had so did- I left to go to my mom's. Did you find what what made you leave to go to your mom? Was it him cheating? Was it him not coming home or treating you right? Or it, it was did, cheating. It was cheating for sure. Yeah. It was cheating. Did, and 
that part of it was so rough because I was pregnant and I went to of my course. house. Can you imagine that? And I'm like a young girl, you know, and I'm all in love thinking I'm with my best friend. And Jesus you know, Christ, this person is not my best friend. And um, I was at my mom's house. Now, this is the sad part. So as I'm at my mom's house, I was, I don't, I don't know if I ever told you this story. Um I was laying on her couch and my brother, um, like who loves to come over to see about his mom. So um, he he was over and he was taking my mom somewhere. And when my brother came, I guess he had to go somewhere where, you know, he's got a license to carry. So he had to put his gun on top of my mom's bookshelf. And so he left it up there. And so when he and my mom left, I said, I think I know this story. You told me this. Yep. I said, yep, it's, it's time for me to leave. I can't, I can't do this. And whew, I grabbed that gun. And when I grabbed that gun, I said, okay, you know, the world is going to be better without me. At that time, my child kicked me so hard. I mean, oh my God, he kicked me like he was fighting for his life. And my whole soul, like, I just, I screamed and I yelled and I cried. And I just said, most oh my God. forgive me. And, and I was talking to my baby. I was telling him, please forgive me. I'm so sorry. Um, and, um, and I remember I hadn't felt my child like that. The whole entire time he had been in my stomach, I, I would crave for him. Like, I would want to feel him. And I didn't. And this is the first time it was like hello that was god it was god and um my child saved my life he's he saved you, jesus life. and um and i remember i told him i said i'll never i'll never hurt you i'll never ever take myself out of here i will always live for you i will always be there for you and yes and so like i got a call like after a while for my ex-husband to come home and I did, I went home, you know, I was like, okay, let's just try mm -hmm. to work this thing out. But he continued on doing what he was doing. And so finally, um, that was it. That was the it. betrayal. It was too yeah. much during your pregnancy. It. I left everything. I, this is after the baby was born. He was two months old. I left the house, the car. I left my clothes, my purses. I left everything I had. And um, the only thing I kept was that child on my hip and that diaper bag. And I was out the door. Oh, and my passport and my IDs. And, um, and I went straight to my mom. And um, this was right after a trip that we had to Africa. It was just so much that went on in that trip. And I had the final straw, you know, when I came home. So right. that was it. Yeah, that was it. And I never looked back. And, and, you know, the thing about that, though, that was a pain that I wouldn't have wished on my worst enemy because I blame myself, you know, and I right. think that that's the reason why 
I kind of wanted to lead the world because I felt like this was all my fault. And if I would have been smart, it wasn't, or, and it wasn't, it wasn't, it my wasn't. Fault. But I did, I, I didn't. At like, the time, you didn't know. Mind, when you're in that mind, you don't know anything. And this is why I'm so successful as a coach because I understand. I've been there. I've been there where my back was against the wall and where I didn't know where to go or who to turn to. And so, you know, during this time, though, that I was away from my ex husband and I completely left, it still took me two more years to actually file for the divorce. I stayed separated because I didn't believe in divorce. I was hoping that maybe one day we would get back together. Right. And, um, and so it was through, um, you know, I, I did so much work, you guys, like when I tell you, Dr. Wayne Dyer, another person that saved my life, um, Rhonda Burns's book, uh, the power. I read book. that. Coach, they gave me so much strength. That <laughs> book, oh my gosh, guys! Please, let me actually let me put a banner with the name of it because yes, you guys, while you're talking, Coach, I'm gonna put that up here because the, the Wayne Dyer book and the Rhonda Burns book is something that at at probably one of my lowest points. But this ain't about me. We'll talk about that later. Coach it, definitely it, recommended that book uh, and the Wayne uh, Dyer book to me. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. You know, other than the book that I got getting ready to come out, this book, and I can't wait to tell y'all about that, but this book, The Power, if you are, if you feel weak, if you feel like the world is kind of always coming at you and nothing, nothing that you want is coming towards you, you feel like no matter what you do, you fail. If you feel like, you know, you're not good enough or you're not worthy or you're not deserving of love, please go pick up The Power. Yes, the power. It will take you back to your purpose. It'll take you back to the power that you have within you. It'll remind you of who you were even before you got to this dimensional plane. It it changed my life. It changed yep. my life. And, and I have no qualms about that. And I cannot wait to meet her, which will be very soon. Yes. Um, I'm so excited to tell her how much I appreciate her for that particular book. Absolutely. And you mentioned a little while ago, coach, about the mat, how you felt like you were met a magnet to what, um, that, to that relationship with nice. your ex-husband. Yeah. Speak a little bit about that. All right. Let's talk. All right. So in life, we, we magnetize everything. Okay. So if you picture yourself like a magnet, right, whatever you got going on internally, that will show up in your day-to-day -day life. So mm -hmm. for instance, if you have an impoverished or poverty mindset, right? Mm -hmm. um, if you were, you know, you were raised around poverty, then it's very difficult for you to change your mind as to what it is that you could expect from life. Okay. Um, it's really easy for you to be in that particular environment. And accept that as your lifestyle for the rest of your life. But what happens to people, like if you ever notice the people who make their way out of the ghetto, right? If you look at those people, those people in particular have a newly introduced stimuli. And what I mean by that is there's something and, and, and it could be an occurrence. It could be a condition. It could be people who may come into their life. And through them seeing with their own eyes a new mindset, 
a new lifestyle, they decide within themselves that they can get out of the ghetto. You don't get out of the ghetto without a new stimuli being introduced, okay? And it's the same thing for the brain when it comes to having love. If you're used mm -hmm. to people around you having failed relationships, you will have a failed relationship your whole life because the subconscious mind has said, this is your reality. And the only way the subconscious mind can change is that that new stimuli is introduced. So this is why reading is fundamental. It's not because, oh man, you know, you got to read and, you know, it's going to make you eloquent in your speech or it's going to teach you how to, um, you know, how to get girls or whatever. Right. If you read the right material, you can change your thoughts. And if Absolutely. you change your thoughts, you change your life. And this goes back to Wayne Dyer. Dr. Wayne Dyer, Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life. The second book of my life that changed me. I have that one too. I'm in the middle of that one. Forever change. Forever change. Because once you get in your mindset, you are worthy. I'm going to also link, um, shout out to, um, sorry to cut you off, but shout out to YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Anchor, Apple, Spotify, wherever you're listening or watching from, all of this stuff is going to be in the description. I'm going to link the two books, uh, Coach's website, Coach's Instagram. So guys, if you don't catch it, if you drive it in your car and you're listening and you're like, oh, snap, it's, go to my YouTube. It'll be in the description. And I make sure I put everything there for you. But go ahead, Coach. I'm sorry. So dope. So dope. Um, the... The concept is this, because, you know, I speak to people all the time. And one of the things I hear all the time, well, why won't God answer my prayers? That's one of the things I hear from Muslims, Christians, Jews. Like I hear from everybody. Why won't God answer my prayers? And because I hear it so often, it perplexed me. Like, hey, why don't God answer my prayers? If Matthew 7, verse 7 says, asking ye shall receive, seeking ye shall find, knocking the door shall be opened unto you, then why is it that I'm not getting these things that I'm asking? And I had to figure it out. So the Most High is so dope like that because when I have a question about something, he begins to lead me in the right direction. And one of the things that I learned was the power of the tongue. Sometimes mm -hmm. we use our tongue to speak death and not life over our Absolutely. So I could say to you, hey, Angie, I want I want a New York Times bestselling book. And you'd be like, yeah, girl, you got this. That's, for, that's like giving me a magic wand, right? Right. Because our words are magic wands. And so when you speak that over me, it's like, oh, maybe I do got this. Amen. It's just that simple. This is why we have to treat our children with respect because when yes. we speak to them with respect, it, first of all, it lets them know, oh, I'm empowered. I'm empowered. I'm not weakened. I'm not a victim. But then when we start speaking words of love and encouragement, now they feel loved and supported. Absolutely. And when, and when they walk out the door and they love and support it, guess what happens? Wealth, happiness, great relationships that are balanced. And High self-esteem. High self-esteem and people who can make good decisions based on, um, you know, having uh, emotional intelligence instead of dependence or codependency on somebody else. You get a whole nother um, variant of 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 perspective 
from your yep. children when you teach them that you trust them. Amen. To use the 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 power that creates worlds that's within them for themselves. When you show you, a child, you show a child through respect. It's like absolutely. if I talk to you right now, Angie. And like right now, if I just look at you, I could tell you you are so beautiful. You are so amazing. You are so strong. You are powerful. You are so intelligent. Every word I just spoke is truth. So why don't we give that to our friends and our family and our children? We don't speak yes. like that anymore. We don't speak those those words of life. Instead, it's, it's resentment. It's bitterness. Yes. It's hurt. It's anger, right? And, and it's I, envy. Yes. Right? And I, I read a meme that says when you speak this way towards your child, they don't stop loving you. They stop loving themselves. They stop loving That's deep. Child. A child gonna love you no matter what. You can beat the hell out of them. You can talk to them like dogs. A child is loyal. A child will love you and protect you even though you didn't protect them. But, but they what? stop loving themselves. You're yep. giving them low self-esteem. So the it. children that are abused that stop loving themselves grow up to be people that make these decisions that are not conducive towards a great life facts that's because oh that's that's so sad though angie like when you think about it like okay so does that mean that now can can we cure something like can we cure domestic violence by changing the way we speak to our kids maybe if that little boy who hits women when he was growing up maybe if you would have gave him hugs and kisses instead of beating his tail maybe just maybe he wouldn't have ever thought to strike a woman. What What about the girl? What about the little girl who was told she was ugly and mm -hmm. she, wasn't, she, she was too fat? She wasn't, she wasn't enough. She wasn't smart. Then maybe she wouldn't have been the one getting beaten by that, that little boy. See, if we think about it, what about the formulas? What can we do to stop right. all the, the, the things that really perplex us that go on in the world? You know, well, maybe if we just change our behavior, maybe by changing our minds and maybe through changing our tongues and our speech. Yes. Maybe the way we feel about things, maybe we can change our lives and change our world. It Absolutely. is time to wake up. It's time to get out of autopilot. We are in autopilot when the most high is calling for us to awaken. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so true. Um, for anyone that's watching right now, that's feeling, feeling, you know, Anyone that's watching at this moment, because we don't know when it's going to be. It could be five to 10 years from now. Somebody can stumble upon this video and they could be right there in their life where you were before you, you, you became who you are today or um, just at their lowest. What advice would you give them to to start somewhere? To start somewhere, what is the first thing that you would say? Okay, your life is in shambles. This is where you should start or this is how, you know, to give them some sort of hope or some sort of, you can make it to the other side. Because when you look at your situation, you know, you were a young girl, married, pregnant. Can you imagine as a woman being consistently cheated on throughout your pregnancy and being able to come over to the other side and not be bitter. You're not bitter. You're helping people. You are open to love again. Yeah. How, 
what would you say to someone who's either stuck in a relationship that is, you know, uh, a, a cheating situation, someone getting beat or someone could be pregnant. A young girl could be pregnant right now. Don't know what to do. There's so many different situations. What, what advice would you give them? The first thing I would say to them is there is no book. There is no church. There is nothing that has more than what you have right now within, within you, inside of you is all. It is all. It is all, you have all the love that you ever need right now Amen. within you, right now. And I would say to that person, stand up and go to the mirror. The eyes are the windows to the soul. And when we speak in front of that mirror, we tell our subconscious mind, this is what you must place into your mind right now, in your environment, into your world, into the universe. This is what you're going to put on repeat. I am enough. Amen. I am love. I'm not just loved. I am love. I am what love is. I was created from the stardust. I glow like a diamond. Ooh. It's who I was made to be. There is nobody on the face of this planet better than me because the, the law of divine oneness says we are all one. So nobody is greater than me and no problem is greater than me. Who I am, Amen. as the Most High said to Moses, he said, I am that I am and you are that you are. Hold on to that word. And if you can go into yourself inwardly, that everything you need outwardly will come. But you must know it's already yours by divine right. You come yes. into this world with a divine right to have whatever it is that you can dare to dream. Amen. That is so true. Yes. So we're, coach, I mean... This conversation is just so empowering, so uplifting. Um, I think so many people are are going to get so much out of this conversation. <laughs> I want to go into, we're going to go into your show on Clubhouse, 5 Minutes Soul Food, what goes on there. And then I want you to tell me a little bit about the services and everything that you have on your website. So yeah. let's start with 5 Minutes Soul Food. What I know what it is because I, I lock in every morning. So <laughs> let's tell the people what five minutes soul food is. Okay. So for months I have been doing five minutes soul food Monday through Friday. And the, the premise, the idea came from a wonderful guy by the name of Carl Anderson. Shout out to Carl, <laughs> New York <laughs> city in the building. Big up. <laughs> and Carl told me, he, he pulled me into a private room one day and he said, coach, I'm sorry, but I need at least five minutes of you every morning. The world needs you at least five minutes every morning to start your day. And I said, what? Like me? Like, no way. Like anything that's that has anything to do with me doing anything where I'm singled out, I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Because like, we, we love coach. <laughs> we need more coach. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm so good off of that. <laughs> so <laughs> he was cracking up and, and he was like, no, I'm serious. I believe it's going to change the world. 
And he like, and when he said that, it was like I could feel the spirit of the most high. And I said, okay. I said, okay, I accept that. I accept that. And I'm gonna um I'm gonna take that to Queen Morocco. Um and um actually um a wonderful lady by the name of Vanessa presented it to Queen Morocco. Shout out to Vanessa. Vanessa Winks and Drinks. Winks download drinks. Oh, we download that Winks and Drinks app. <laughs> it's a dating app. It is, and it's so fire. And it's it's so successful right now. Like she's been all over the world promoting it, having a wonderful time. Um, and shout out to Sam too from DC because Vanessa and Sam have been doing events and stuff together. Sam has her um yeah, she has her dating uh speed dating events. Oh my goodness, it's called uh oh my god, Sam, don't kill me. It's called Oh Lord. Oh Lord, oh, Lord. I'm gonna put it in the description. Oh, but Sam <laughs> Sam got her speed dating events and uh, Vanessa's always working with her sponsoring that. So download Winks and Drinks and um, I'm going to put Sam's information in the description. So if you're in the DC area, you could tap in, but go ahead. Uh, yes, Coach tap, Chris, tap, sorry. Tap, tap in. Um, yes. <laughs> and you know, at, at this particular time, um, Queen was just like, absolutely. Like, and we started the next day. So we come in and what soul food really is all about. Um, is finding that divine oneness, is finding love within, is finding um, support um, from the universe, understanding that that um, there is a system of things. And so I teach a lot about universal law. Um, I teach a lot about um, love of self. Um, we do meditations. We yes, do affirmations. affirmations. We do, um, you know, sometimes we have speakers. Um, I do a thing called after party Q&A, which is when the, the audience can come up um, after hearing me speak. And then they can ask questions based off of what I spoke on. They can also give commentary. They can also contribute to the topic as well. And so what turned out to be five minutes soul food ended up being like two hours so food. yes so that's let me I ask know. you a question um the five minutes soul food do you have them in archives are they can people find them if they um follow the real relationship talk on clubhouse is it saved are yeah. they able to go back and listen all replays um like once they created that feature so you guys have months of it that you couldn't see so there's many of them that you guys miss but for the last, I believe, two and a half, three months worth, we've got plenty um, that are but, tapped in. All you got to do is go follow the house. Yes. The I love house, that. Baby. And I think you should also take that content and put that on other platforms too. Because, right. But right now, if you guys don't have Clubhouse, you can sign up for Clubhouse. Go follow the Real Relationship Talk. Go to the replays and look for Coach Christina Soul Food. And when I tell you, she said that the most high was speaking to her and telling her that she had to do this. This stuff is really not a joke. It is changing people's lives. I, there were times that I was in, in there listening to coach and, and literally she was speaking directly to me. The things that she was saying was speaking directly to me and things that I had to work on my relationships, my, my bad attachments to certain individuals in relationships coach had to really make sense of that but it but 
it would I would have never got to that point to be able to see certain connections and certain bad attachments I had to certain people and why my spaces weren't clearing out for the right one if it wasn't for coach's soul food, if it wasn't for these conversations with coach, if it wasn't for her helping me connect the dots. Wow, that makes you me know? feel so good, sis. That's um, you know, I, I never can take credit for it. I know it's all from the most high. We do everything off the cuff. I don't know. But five minutes before we start the show, what I'm going to speak about, um, unless the most high may have a phone call come through before the show starts. And in that phone call, he'll give he'll say, that's the topic. And right. I say, okay, most high, I'm going to do it. But it's all by his spirit. It's all by him. And this is why when you came there, you were like, oh, this is for you. It's because his spirit is so sensitive. Absolutely. His needs is, is whatever is needed. And that's why I do it that way, because I don't want to... You, I don't want anything to be sensationalized. I don't want nothing to be about me. I want it to be about his people. This don't have nothing to do with me. I'm not, um, you know, I've, I've been a light worker for a very long time. The Most High has um, has shown me things in myself I never even knew. My intuition um, and, and, and me hearing his voice, me, um, you know, being able to yield to the spirit so that the spirit can take over. These are things that um, has been acquired over time um, and, and uses you as a vessel. Absolutely. And it's work and this work, believe me, it's a lot of sacrifice. <laughs> it is. And she does. Let yeah. Speaking of which, um, so let's say for instance, you guys are like, you know what? I'm not going to get on clubhouse. You can tap in with coach besides Instagram, which I'm going to put information. She has www.coachthegoat.com. Tell us a little bit about this website and what services are on there. Can they book one-on-ones with you? And tell us a little bit about that. Facts. Um, absolutely. Uh, actually, coachthegoat.com was not created by me. I would never call myself the goat. However, <laughs> but she is the goat. <laughs> and y'all love to say that. And Jojo, Jojo behind my back came up with this. this Shout out to Jojo. Shout out. I love you, Jojo, so much. And she created this website for me where people can go in and they can write love notes just to say, hey, coach, I love you and I appreciate you. I love that. And I then, love that. Yeah, I, you know what? Her heart is just amazing. And she, you know, she does a lot of light work behind the scenes. A lot of people don't know the things that she does for people out of her heart where the, the most high I tell her, hey, do this. And she'll just do it. She's just so diligent. I just love her so much. And um, she's funny as heck. She be oh, having me dying in the back chat. And beautiful and yes. inside and out, you know. <laughs> and um, and then we've got um, like if you guys go to my Instagram page, which I'm is putting her Coach Instagram Christina right Lynn. now. Okay, and that's Coach Christina Lynn. All you got to do is go there. Um, when you go there, there'll be a beacons link if you want a one-on-one. All you have to do is you click on that beacons link, um, and then when you go to the beacons link, it's gonna take you to my link tree. All of that's gonna tell you about me and all that good stuff. Um, and also then you can go into my Calendly and schedule your own one-on-one. Um, I also do couples. Um, and what a lot of people don't talk about, I am a mental blueprint strategist, which means I go all the way back in your life. I take you to the number seven because seven is the number of completion. And I take you from seven all the way up until your age right now and what's going on with you currently that caused you to want a coach. Um, and so, and it's a lot of work. It's like, you know, it's kind of like being an architect. I'm creating a real blueprint of your mind so that I know what's going on with your subconscious so I can treat you. Um, yes. And, and I am a hundred 
percent satisfaction guarantee. I've never had, never in all these years, never one complaint. Never. One I've had, complaint. I've had a session with Coach, and let me tell you something. <laughs> she is the bomb. She's, she's not going to break your pockets either. Thanks. So if you know, reach out to her. She will, she will definitely work something out with you as well. Oh, you're so sweet. I love you, baby. Because <laughs> a lot of people with the knowledge that you have, they out here trying to trying to run up people's you know pockets dry. And Coach has a heart. She really cares about people. So yeah. she will be able to work with you, you know what I'm saying, and in, in what you can afford and, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so check her out at www.coachthegoat.com. Her Instagram is up here. She does couples, couple sessions, one-on-one sessions. Um, tell me what you, before we get into games and this little quick hot topics, cause I don't want to keep you here all day. Let it. me, cause I know your time is so precious. <laughs> Let me know coach. Um, what are you excited for in the rest of 2022? What is your plans? Okay. So I'm extremely excited about my first book. Um, this is my baby. It initially was entitled The Security Blanket Effect, and I'm not certain if I'm going to keep it as such um, because there's so much information in it. I'm also going to do a five-minute soul food workbook that's also going to be available. Oh, I'm so excited about that. I'm super excited about that one, too. That's definitely going to drop. That's looking around March, so that's going to be pretty fun. Um, I'm super excited um, just about love and life and where the most high has taken me. Um, retreats, look out for retreats in the summer. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, we're going to be getting it. Like This is the year to really move and shake, so it's going to be a lot of fun. I love that. And <laughs> once again, you know... Um, Thank you so much for coming up to my podcast. Uh, I am so excited to see what the the rest of the year has rolled out for you and what the future has rolled out for you. <laughs> I believe in you. I love you from the bottom of my heart. This is not no internet friendship. You know, started out, we met on Clubhouse, but this is a sisterhood. I care about you. I love you. You know, I got your back forever. Anything you ever need, you let me know. You want to come up here and promote anything. I don't care if you got a pinky toenail you want to promote. You can come up here and promote. promote. <laughs> exactly. Um, Y'all tap into Coach Christina. Follow her on Instagram. Go to www.coachthegoat.com. Um, hit her up on her website. Hit her up in the DM. She will definitely get back to you. She really cares about the lives of the people that she's involved in. So um, congratulations with everything that you have going on, Coach. I love you very much. And before you get out of here, we're we, we just going to – I always like to do a little games and a little hot topics before, you know, before we end the podcast. Baby. So you cool with that? You know it. I'm with it. And, and so real quick, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you all something. The woman that you see right there, Angie. Oh, boy. Let oh, me, Lord. Let me talk to y'all real quick because, you know. Don't make I me know, cry. I know everybody got, you know, all these people that they follow and that they like and they listen to. Let me tell you something about this beautiful woman. Her heart is even more beautiful than she actually is. Like, it's so crazy. Like, she Thank is you, everything. Coach. She does everything behind the scenes. She'll do anything for you. She'll give the shirt Thank off you. of her back. 
bless this woman, you guys. Like, send money to a cash <laughs> app. Like, follow her. Do everything that you need to do to get this woman up in the stuff. Because it's time. Thank you. Like, this is your time, Angie. This is your time. You shine Thank like you, Coach. Diamond. I'm so proud of who you are. I'm so blessed and so thankful for you. I love you so much. In the same way that you feel about me is what I feel about you. I cannot wait to take you places you've never been before, too. Oh, I love, I love you. I love you, too, Coach. Oh, thank you so much. I was like, Lord, don't get me to crying. <laughs> I got the lashes on. <laughs> yes, it's up and it's stuck. And I always said that to Coach from day one. When it comes down to her stuff, it is up and it's stuck. This five-minute soul food is going to be worldwide. <laughs> I told Coach the other day, I was like, soon you're going to be – her motivational um, – her motivational speeches she's gonna have a person on the left of her doing sign language a person on the right of her giving her out braille another third person translating in different languages this stuff is going to be everywhere your future is so 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 bright and anybody that was ever in your life that did you wrong is going to be eating their words child they're going to be watching you on tv exactly exactly so, so i'm so so i'm so excited for your future and i can't wait and i'll be like yep she was on my podcast holla and she's my sister who on my phone all the time and we always going out doing whatever Bye -bye. <laughs> oh i love you coach love you baby <laughs> um so child we got some hot topics to talk about have right. you seen the movie on netflix that everybody's talking about the tinder swindler no Coach, you have to watch that movie, The Tinder Swindler. No. Basically, it was a guy that was on Twitter. On, um, this is such a, a tongue tie. He was on Tinder. Okay. And he was basically a scam artist. He was presenting himself to be the son of like, uh, I don't know if it was Arabic, Muslim, like diamond dealers. He was flying private jets. He had, um, he had clothes. He had lavish, uh, just living a lavish life, right? Mm -hmm. Basically, he was funding that lifestyle by meeting women on Tinder wow. and using them as like a Ponzi scheme. So basically, one woman, he was swindling money to take the other woman out and give her the lavish lifestyle, using that woman to do it to the next woman, and so on, and so on, and so on. Wow. And he done swindled these women out of hundreds and thousands of dollars. Um, he would basically get in with them, show them like this, uh, this uh, lavish lifestyle, mm -hmm. and get them fooled to think that this was really like his lifestyle. And wow. then like kind of once he gets their trust and once he gets them in, he'll say, oh, my enemies are after me because, you know, he's in the diamond business. Um, I have to cut off all my finances. I need you to write me, you know, to take out this loan or I need you to do this and I'll give you the money back on Monday. Then he would send pictures of his bodyguard with like, you know, in the emergency room and be like, the the, the enemies got, you know, Peter, the bodyguard and they're after us. Like he had this whole elaborate plan set out and he got so much money from all these women. Oh, that's terrible. Wow. Yeah. And they went up banding together, getting, um, you know, uh, the journalists of the newspaper out in the UK to do like stories on him. It's this crazy movie, but you have to watch it. Oh, okay. Wait. I, yes. I was going to ask you, you know, your opinion on that, but since you didn't see the movie, um, what advice would you give people that are on dating apps and vetting, you know, so they don't get involved in any of these like internet schemes and scams? 
Well, I think, you know, at, at the end of the day, you have to use your common sense, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. yes. You know, first of all, I'm going to show you what he looks like. Let me see. Is he attractive? Kind of, yeah. He's young for me. He's 27, but okay. he, he definitely looks like he, he's into the money. But go ahead. Okay. I'm going to pull him up. So common sense says what? What does common sense? Common sense says, first of all, I don't trust you because I don't know you. Right. Um, that's number one. Number two, anybody who asks you for money at any given time and you have just started dating them. Guess what that comment says? Say, don't give them no money. It say, don't give them no. Oh, he is attractive. Um, yeah. Don't give him no money. OK, ladies and gentlemen, don't give your money, especially over the Internet. Now, y'all know doggone well. Another thing is <laughs> please. he had the whole shebang set up. And don't get your personal information either. Don't be transferring nothing. Don't let, let people use your credit cards. You know, and, and when you meet somebody, you know, meet in a public space. Don't be all up in their house and all that stuff. Like, wait for a minute. You got to get to know somebody. Make sure that they have, you know, the same sense of morality as you have. And, and that takes time to observe. So, yes, because once you see the movie, you see the first day he took them to, you know, a five star hotel dinner. He took wow. them on a private jet. He took them jet setting and trips and all this stuff. But he was in a Ponzi scheme because he was swindling so many people. <laughs> and that's how he was funding his lifestyle so these girls really thought he had it like that so he showed them this extravagant lifestyle but in all reality that money was all scam money that wasn't his money so that's why it's important to definitely vet people out but yeah i wanted to touch on that topic like that to me <sighs> That's I, can't, I can't even imagine somebody taking twenty dollars from me, like you know, in that way. Because I just had, I just had hundreds taken out of my cash uh, app account, and it was through. I get, I made a purchase at a grocery store, and somehow it was that information was in, intercepted. And you know, with cash app, they will not return you your money. At least, yeah. I stopped using cash app. Yeah, cash app ain't no joke. Oh, I take it immediately out when you get funds in there. Because, yeah, I take it just right on out and go. Because, yeah, they will hold on to your money and everything. Yeah, mm -mm. they will. And look at you like you're crazy. Child, <laughs> I can't. Um, I wanted to touch on this because it's a relationship and it's really sad. Um, I don't know if you're aware of the baby and Danny Lay, what happened with them. In their I, relationship, you know, I didn't know the whole story of them. So, could could you like brush me? Yeah, I'll give you a breakdown. So, the baby has multiple, you know, ch children's moms, and supposedly he was in a relationship with Danny Lay, um, to where they were together for almost a year. Um, she fell in love with him. She got pregnant by him. Supposedly he was cheating on her with multiple women. The baby was born. And they were having a very public feud in front of the cameras um, to where the uh, the baby called the police on her, got her removed out of the house with his daughter. It was just this whole drama. Okay. So this happened a couple months ago. And he basically said stuff to embarrass her. Like, you were never my girl. You were just like a jump off. And she oh, has God. like the pictures, the receipts, the videos to prove that, you know, they've been on vacation. Yeah. Wow. They, that's what like sometimes men, in my opinion, if, if, 
it's almost like a low, a low blow. Like they'll say certain things to embarrass you. Like, oh, you were yeah. never my girl anyway. You were just a slide when, and she's like, but wait. And she put out all the media to show they've been on trips. They were very much in love. She was like, this is not like a side piece kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very weak for that, by the way. That's, that's terrible. He has a terrible character. And this is why. Like, Thank you. I said that coach. Yeah. I said no that. Problem. I said that I said he doesn't love himself because no. if he loved himself, he wouldn't be treating the women because a lot of people and I've noticed this just because a man is successful in his career doesn't mean a person can't be a SHI person. You Thank can you. still you can be successful in your career and men could look at you and say, oh, I want to be like this financially. But that yeah. does not mean that you are a good person with integrity, morals and love. The way that he treats women, you can tell that he doesn't love himself because look how he treats himself. He's always right. in a fight. He's always in some type of situation. And that's what I wanted to bring up. Mm -hmm. After that whole drama with Danny Lay, I guess her brother got upset and right. said, when I see you, it's going to be on site. So now this weekend is Super Bowl weekend in LA and a lot of people are flying out there for Super Bowl. So the so um Danny Lay's brother approached the baby at a bowling alley. Um they got it on tape. Um he uh the baby would knocked him out into the lanes and it shows a whole bunch of um the people that were with the baby jumping on Danny Lay's brother. They were slipping and sliding in the lanes. He got beat up. So it's this whole like crazy toxic nonsense. I saw that's going I saw on some of that. And I was just like, you know, the thing is, um, you know, so many people just really have this, um, you know, it, it's what you said, that level of self-hate, you know, if right. I don't love me, I can't love you. And, and if I don't love me, I can't treat you well. Cause I don't treat myself. Well, he probably on drugs. He probably on all kinds of stuff. That's like, I, I'm talking about hard drugs. That I believe you because he don't care. Right. He don't care about his life. He don't care. He doesn't have value in his in his own mind, even though we all have value. He doesn't know that. He doesn't right. feel that. And so when you don't feel that, guess what you're gonna do? You're gonna turn on somebody. Somebody right. that's close to you, the ones who love you, the ones who care about you, those are the ones you're gonna hurt. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the thing about it, you know, and um, I just I just wish well, because, you know, the child is innocent. And now you have the child's uncle fighting with the child's dad. Yeah. It's all in, you know, it's all in the newspaper. Well, not the newspaper. <laughs> it's all on the social media. Everybody's watching this. It, wow. It's a mess. And I think that men um, should. And I said this from day one should hold other men accountable when right. they're when they're behaving like this and don't champion him. Cause a lot of people take money and they feel like, okay, well, he got more money than me. He's the boss. Like he must be perfect. And that's not true. Right. Um, so, you know, I just hope the baby can get through this. I um, hope that he can get the mental, um, health care that he, right. Wants. He has mental issues and it's likely stemming from childhood. That's what it sounds like that he's, um, you know, he was probably talked down to really badly as a kid. He may have even been molested. There's rage and anger within him. And it's for a reason that inner child yes. is causing him. That's what's happening. So absolutely I, I that he gets the mental health, um, and right and because he's so talented everyone champions him like he yes. after the fight he did like a freestyle on the radio and everybody's like yo he killed it he killed it it's like okay yeah he killed it and he's talented but look at all this other stuff that's happening so you guys right. are going to exempt everything else and champion him and put him on a pedestal because he's talented and that's how he's always going to stay in that 
in that um, victim mentality thing where it's everybody else and it's not me. But hopefully down the line, he will mature enough to be able to get the help that he needs, mental, relationship counseling, and 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 everything else. But um, that's that situation. Um, another situation that's kind of like concerning to me is uh, Wendy Williams, right? I don't know if you heard about this, but yes. she, she's fighting with the bank to access her millions after they were told she was in an unsound. The bank was uh, the bank had reported that she was in an unsound. No. Her, fi- her former financial advisor, whom she fired, reported to the bank that she was in an unsound mind. Mm-hmm. Um, they froze her funds. Uh, we know that she hasn't been hosting her show all season due to unspe- unspecified health reasons. Um, now, Wendy is pushing the Supreme Court to unfreeze her accounts. Uh, she says it will default several bill payments like mortgages and employee payroll. But Wells Fargo filed a petition and described Williams as incapacitated and a victim of what is this? Undire. I don't know what I wrote. Um, something and, and financial exploitation. Okay. So this whole situation is really, really sad. What do you it's, think about what's going it's, on? It's really terrible. You know, I um you know, I always watched her show and, you know, always laughed at her. You know, she would always have me crack it up. And, but I, I noticed that during the last few years, she just got so harsh, like really mean. After and, her relationship, after her husband, remember? Yeah, after the husband. It was after the husband. And she would just be cruel. And I'm like, you know, these people, there are people out here that are, are not stable. And they're right. killing themselves over words like this. And yes. so I stopped watching her. I couldn't, I, I couldn't do it. Like, you know, yes. it, was, it was too mean. It was too cruel. Um, you know, a lot of people would say, well, like attracts like. And, uh, you know, when it comes down to what we dish out, it does come back to us in some sort of a way. Um, you know, I feel like it's completely unfair that she made all those millions of dollars and that anybody could freeze a account. Um, based on, um, you know, something that's not even substantiated yet. Right. You know, if if we had actual evidence of this and it was diagnosed that this is what she has, and that's a whole different ballgame, but we have nothing like that going on. Why is it just hearsay could cause that? That would frighten me. That would frighten anybody who um, may, you know, get to that level of income, you know, as to what, but doggone it, should I have trust in, you know, um, in place just to be on the safe side in the event that I have a mental breakdown, et cetera, et cetera. So this, I, I, you know, I believe it's going to change the game as to how people handle their millions. I can tell you that. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I grew up in born and raised in New York. So I grew up listening to Wendy on the radio and um, I know, I think people from New York probably know a different way. Like that Wendy that she was showing most recently on her show, she was like that on the radio. Um, she had, you know, a lot of problems in New York. She had to watch her back a lot coming All up the in time. the 90s. Yep. You know, that's why her husband was able to come in as like the bodyguard slash husband and, and, and help Wendy out. And I think when she started the television show, she started a new leaf. Like she turned over a new leaf mm-hmm. and she was good for a while, but then she went back into her Wendy ways. Yes. Now, regardless, you know, regardless of the gossip and maybe, you know, how she treated people in her television show and radio show. She still is one of the queens of radio. You know, she still had a legendary career. I still grew up on her. She's still very talented. She's still a human being. 
Um, and I do feel sorry about what happened with her husband leaving her for another woman, have starting a family, cheating on her. And I believe that she just started becoming unhinged and unraveling and that her health is not good. And it's like, she's on a, a decline and now her funds are being frozen. Maybe I would think that maybe people, financial advisors are afraid because she has battled with, you know, drug addiction in the past. She's open about that. It was in her book. I have her book. Um, maybe they're afraid that she's going to self-destruct with access to her money. But then at the same time, if she can prove she is of a sound mind, she should be able to handle her finances. So it's just like a really sad situation, you know, uh, prayers up to Wendy Williams. And I hope that, you know, everything gets better with her. I do too. (sighs) All right, coach Uh, to better, to better news and better games. Um, (laughs) <laughs> we gonna be uh we gonna be playing a quick game before you get out of here it's called red flag or deal breaker so i'm gonna give you a situation and you're gonna tell me if you're dating somebody is that a red flag a deal breaker or you love it let's give it all right let's go okay um your date is shorter than six point <laughs> your date is shorter than six feet is that a red flag a deal breaker or you love it <laughs> Dang, that's cold-blooded. You know I'm tall, right? I'm 5'11". 5'11 and a half. So, you know what? I've I've dated short men before, but guess what? It's a deal breaker now. I want me a tall thing. Me too. I need a tall man. I can't. Sorry, y'all. I don't mean no harm. (laughs) All right, coach. Your date is older than 35 with several roommates. Is that a red girl, flag or a deal breaker? Deal breaker. breaker. Is you, girl. <laughs> Bye-bye. I'm dead. <laughs> um, okay, so you meet this guy. He's fine. He got the beard. He got everything that you like. Y'all are out on a date, and he can't stop trashing his ex. Is that a red flag or deal breaker, or you love it? He trashes his ex the entire date. Oh, that's a deal breaker. Mm-mm. Bye. <laughs> we don't want to hear that. Like that. You gonna treat me like that when we break? Yeah, up. you gonna be talking about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, how about this? They they don't believe in anniversaries. Is that a red flag, a deal breaker, or you love it? No, oh, just a red flag. Okay, why? That's because you know, like we could celebrate, like our anniversary could be every day. Like we could just celebrate our love every single day, and that's fine with me. I, like Hallmark can, they can kick rocks. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. How about this? They are still good friends with their ex. Is that a red flag, a deal breaker, or you love it? I love it. I don't got no problem with it. Because really, every every ex I have, they're all my friends. They are. Like, I can you know, say that about me too. Close friends, it's not close, right? But it's it's where we can talk. We amicable, um, you know. And and like if they need me, like for anything, like you know, advice, guidance, or anything like that, I give it to them. Yeah, I don't mind my ex being friendly with their exes. That it's cordial, you know. But as far as like going to the movies, going bowling, oh, no. yeah, that's a little too. <laughs> Because if that's what you meant, that's a bye-bye. Yeah, it depends how friendly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Okay, how about about this? Um, 
<laughs> your man's best friend is a person of the opposite sex. Is that a red flag, a deal breaker, or you love it? Your your guy is dating this guy, and his best friend's the person of the opposite sex. I love it so much, because when you have best friends who are a person of the opposite sex, which I do, his name is Louise. Shout out to Louise. Um, and shout out also to Coach R. Anthony. Um, yes, and, I, and my best friend's from the opposite sex, too. Yes. Shout out to Ra, my homeboy, Rasheen. Hey. Shout out my homeboy, Poe Row too. <laughs> Cause you know what? What happens is when you you know the opposite sex a lot better. Like you you know how to deal with them, man. You know how to move with emotions. Like you know how to express yourself better. Like it's just all like I don't see nothing wrong with it at all. Okay, she's loving it. How about this? They don't have a beard or any facial hair. Is that a red flag, a deal breaker, or you love it? That's a deal breaker. <laughs> I'm sorry, bye, gentlemen. Yeah, coach don't play. You got to have a beard. I got You got to have something <laughs> on that face, baby. I can't deal with the beard now. Because I feel like I'm with a kid. Nah. Yeah, you got to have something. <laughs> I, nah, I feel you on that. Um, okay. They got a smaller than average penis. Red flag, deal breaker, or love it? Red flag, I guess. That's the only way I can. <laughs> it's just a red flag. Because sometimes you might get surprised. That's what I yeah, like. they might they might have some motion to the ocean, and they might know how to do a couple other oh, things. A whole lot of gymnastics. <laughs> I'm dead. Not the gymnastics. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, coach. Just a few more questions, and we out of here. This is going to be called "Would You Rather." So, just a few questions. I'm gonna give you two. <laughs> I'm gonna give you two screwed up scenarios, and you got to tell me which one you would rather. Oh, you cold blooded. Okay. <laughs> All right, coach, would you rather date someone who always asks for favors and never returns them or date someone that constantly keeps their phone private from you? Private, so private phone. Why? Because I can't deal with somebody that's always asking for something. Like, it's right? Like, it's like, well, how, how many times you going to ask me? Like, <laughs> Like, I feel you on that. I can't deal. I can't deal with either one, but yeah. Right, right. Yeah. The lesser of the evils is that one. Exactly. How about this? Would you rather date someone that's going through a divorce or date someone that's single but lives with their ex? A divorce. <laughs> I, hey, baby, I walk you through it. <laughs> Word. She'll be the she'll be the divorce uh, attorney, counselor, and everything. Yes, slash coach <laughs> i'm dead um okay would you rather date someone that's really flaky with plans or a bad tipper at restaurants i know that's hard <laughs> you are really cold-blooded out here in these streets um dang that's hard mm-hmm I guess flaky because you're not about to embarrass me. Like that's so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I know that's a mess. Yeah, that's I, a mess. I guess I would pick the I would pick the they bad tipper. <laughs> I would pick the bad tipper at restaurants because then I could always pick up the tip. But I can't date nobody that's flaky. Yeah, oh my god, I'd yeah, be like, damn, terrible. you're not reliable. Yeah, that's <laughs> awful. That's it's just it's like both of those was terrible. Both right? of those suck because <laughs> if I gotta pick up, if I gotta pick up all the tips, we not dating because yes. after the first time, maybe second time, you out of here. <laughs> like, bye. I can't. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay, two more questions. All right. 
always talks about themselves and never about you or date someone that never talks about themselves or opens up. So the person's always talking about themselves, but never about you or the person never talks about themselves or opens up. Dang, that's terrible. So you got a door that ain't going to open and on one hand, but then you got another one that's open, the floodgates. He talk about himself, but never want to talk about you. Oh, God. I don't th- both I of them are frustrating. They, yeah, they both disgusting. Um, but the, <laughs> they both the frustrating. One, the one who never talk about me and always talk about himself, it would just, it would agitate me. So I Same. think that would be the one. Yeah. Same. Exactly. <laughs> um, How about this? A man that never reveals anything about their past relationships or a man that talks about their ex a lot. So one is he never reveals anything about their past relationships. And the other one is always talking about their ex all the time. Oh, gosh, they're both disgusting. Um, I know, right? I guess I would rather know something than not know something. Because, like, what if you kill people? I don't know. So I, I know I with the ex a lot, I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> Last Which question. One Which one um, I would, I would be, uh, I would go with the same one. Because yeah. one that never reveals anything about the past relationship, it's like, what you trying to hide? Like, is you a mass murderer? Like, right. What are you with? Like, is this Jeffrey Dump? Like, I don't know. Right? Just throw me off. <laughs> Definitely. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Okay, last question. A man that gets jealous easy or a man that never even gets slightly jealous? So you got a dude that gets jealous easy or a man that never gets jealous at all. I guess the one that don't get jealous because he gets so <laughs> doggone secure in his love for you. Okay. All right. See, I, I'm different. I need a man to get just a little bit jealous. Like, show me just a little, little bit. Show me that you, show me something because I'll be getting jealous. Yeah, I like that though. I do like when they show us a little something. Yeah. A little something. Yeah. We, you can't get too, you know, crazy with it where it's like, Oh no, I gotta relocate, move, and all that stuff. That's Thanks. scary. But just Thanks. a little bit of jealousy. A little bit, a <laughs> little bit. Teensy beansy. <laughs> like oh man. Coach, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you so much for playing. You were such a good sport. We this interview, oh my God. It was everything <laughs> that I knew it was gonna be. I love you so much, Coach. Thank you. you Before we get up. Thank you so much. Before we get up out of here, Coach, is there anything you want to promote? Say, tell them where to find you. Yes, um, first of all, the Real Relationship Talk Clubhouse curated by the beautiful Queen Morocco, baby. That That is home for me. That's where you will find me most of the time. Um, also, um, definitely, um, I want to promote uh, the the Relationships and Chill podcast. Big up to my, my brother. Coach R. Anthony. That's I've Coach R. Anthony. Um, you know, like the, the Relationships and Chill podcast can be heard anywhere. Like, whether it be Anchor iTunes, wherever you want to um, hear a podcast, that's where you can find us. Um, and then my Instagram for one-on-ones, all you got to do is hit that Beacons link, baby. And yes, look we- for our books, baby, because they coming soon. <laughs> yes, 2022 is going to be so dope. Follow Coach on Instagram, www.coachthegoat.com at Coach Christina Lynn. Look out for her book. Tap in with her on Relationships that's and that's Chill. That's Schedule Yes, tap, tap, tap in. Schedule a one-on-one with coach. Get involved in whatever coach is doing. And I always say this. Um, you could be, oh, you say this too on your five-minute soul food. You could be anywhere in the world. 
but you here with me. <laughs> yes, you could be anywhere in the world, but you decided to be in Angie's world. And for that, I love you. Coach, don't go nowhere, but we out of here. Peace. 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 <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning into my podcast. I am so, so grateful. If you want to tap in with me, go to Instagram, all things Angie's World 1. Go to YouTube, Angie's World, where you can also check out the podcast in video form or go to Twitter, Angie's World 1. Love y'all.